you survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to episode number 263 of the Urban Shooter Podcast. This week, question of the week, the Ten Commandments of Gun Ownership. Badges, use of force. Get kind of serious a couple times here and then we get silly again. All this and a whole lot more coming up next. But you know, this week's been weird. There's been some good stuff and some bad stuff, but the bad stuff now is pretty bad. But you know what I mean. Holsters.com presents the Black Man with a Gun podcast from KenBlanchard.com. This weekly show is diverse, open, and free, involving all members of the gun community. It's not just about guns. It's about the people behind the gun, plus your rights, fun, news, and interviews. And now, here's your host, Pastor Ken Blanchard. Went downtown to uh, see my sweetie. Nobody home. I opened the door with my key. I love you, KB, was the note that I read. But there's a strange pair of kicks <laughs> underneath the bed. Sometimes, sometimes bad is bad. Sometimes bad is bad. I know cool is the ruler. Sometimes bad is bad. 
know cool is the ruler Sometimes bad is bad All right, all right. Thank you for joining me again on episode number 263 of your Fever Righteous podcast, The Urban Shooter. What's going on with you? Yeah? Well, I was in the mood for some Huey Lewis in the news. And if I was trying to sound like Huey, then that is bad. But I wasn't. I was just singing it from my heart. Sometimes you just got to sing to yourself. You know what I'm saying? This week, we got uh, the Ten Commandments. I'm going to have a little fun with that one. And uh, we got a question of the week from our Facebook page, which you can find it also at Black Man With A Gun 1. And I want to welcome all those new listeners that have been checking me out after the barrage of postings and emails and the YouTube videos I've done this last week. I'm actually tired, but I got some ideas for some stuff. Um, It's going to be pretty exciting. So if you stick around, share the podcast with a friend. Tell somebody about the Urban Shooter. I want to also thank Nova Arborment for sponsoring us, picking us up. Really big to do. And I got a I got a bag on for you a little later on. Check out KenNBlanchard.com. That's our main site. The show notes will be there. And I try to put something up fresh at least every other day, if not every day. And this podcast comes out fresh out the oven, usually on Friday morning in the early hours but you can get it whenever. Yeah. And even if you want to be a guest blogger, I'll consider it, especially if you're family. Yep, just like that. Also, I got some serious thinking to do. I got a commentary kind of about the um, lessons learned from the Martin Zimmerman incident. Probably wasn't thinking we'd go there that early, but there's some stuff that pro-gun people might want to start thinking about. I'm going to bring that up. The use of force and that whole thing. You know? And I got a new friend, Roger, from Paracord Products USA. He's going to make a, an exclusive Urban Shooter Paracord bracelet. I can't wait to see it. And proceeds from it will help out the podcast. Also, I changed the logo So you'll see a different logo on this week's show on the podcast badge. Let me know what you think. If it's okay, I'm going to get some shirts and some, I'm going to actually get it embroidered as well. It's real simple, but it kind of goes in hand in hand with the paracord products. Just, it just kind of flowed. And I thought, I wonder if anybody else likes this. It's not scary. It's not, you know, you wearing a logo thing with a black man with a pistol and a Bible. That's a little too radical for some people. But this one, this one might be okay. So let me know what you think. If you want to contact me for a comment, for criticism, for critique, for anything, my toll-free number is 888-675-0202. It's voicemail. You got like five minutes to get in and get out and tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Tell me how I can help you. You know, and then I'll call you back. Or, if you mess up, just call me back. Email 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just like the phone call is blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. I am your friend and your brother from a different mother, and I'm here 
for you. I know some tough stuff going on. But we're going to talk about that too in our question of the week. Get you out of your plateaus. Get you from being a procrastinator. Getting you stuck out of your rut. Some tips from the Zen of Gun Ownership, my book, that's on Amazon.com. The few people who read it said it's pretty cool. Not what they expected. It's gun ownership philosophies. It's me. I'm telling you my life and I'm throwing stuff in there just like how to get out of the rut. Procrastinators, stuff stuff for us. Just like this podcast. It's for the people behind the gun. It's more than just guns. Okay? We're going to bring John Wayne in here to lead us patriots off in the Pledge of Allegiance. And then we'll get right into episode number 263 of The Urban Shooter. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Question of the week. All right, the question of the week is, how do you handle plateaus or when you feel stuck? Now, the best thing about Facebook is that it's a community. If you look out and have real people like I do, you ask a question and you get good answers, stuff that you can share with people. You don't have to have all the answers yourself. And I kind of felt like there's quite a few people who, at one time or another between this week and last week, felt a little stuck. So this is for you. And I'm going to actually share something from the Zen of Gun Ownership that I wrote as well about how to get the lead out of your life. Chris says when he gets stuck, he goes to see a movie. It restores his creativity. Cool. Jeff says he changes it up. For weightlifting, switch to dumbbells. For cardio, switch to that new route to run, jumping rope, etc. Trying to keep things fresh. Man, you just sound healthy. And Tracy says marriage counseling. What a question mark. See, I really didn't say what, so I got three different points of view. And if one of them fits you and helps, hey, that's why we're here. Tat says, step away from it, do something else, then come back to it at a later date. And he says a gallon of ice cream helps also, which is actually, if you're not lactose intolerant, the secret. It's cheaper than antidepressant drugs. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's the real deal. Chris says, if you find a good answer, please let him know. See? Like what I was saying before. It takes a lot of gonads to, uh, to admit that you're looking for a solution. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people were just listening, just lurking. They, didn't, they saw the question, didn't say a thing. Robert says he counts his blessing and then trudges on. He even sings uh, hymns like count your blessing to himself. And he left me a link for that song. Leroy says, step away from things and regroup. Cool. Donnell says, a lot depends on the plateau. For running, he tries to change it up, run shorter, faster, routes, and longer, slower routes, etc. For shooting, he's tried shooting from different platforms to take a new course that he's been wanting to take. And guess the bottom line for him is trying to do something a little different. Felicia says, pray and wait for instructions from God. Sounds like wisdom to me. 
Rob says, don't push the edge. Jump over it. Now try to smooth out the ugly, rough edges. David says he presses on, forgets what is behind, looks ahead to where he's going, and that doesn't work. A good single malt scotch and a Dominican cigar with a friend usually helps. I heard that. Frank H. says, change something, learn something, do something radical to improve. Man, that almost sounds like a t-shirt. Good deal, man. And Dr. No, Patrick says, plateaus are the real test. They tempt you to give up or fall back. If you keep on keeping on, you can break through to the next level. Amen, fellows. And now, from the Zen of Gun Ownership, how to get the lead out of your life. And the lead I'm referring to here is procrastination. Nearly all of us procrastinate at one time or another. At best, it's a frustrating habit. At worst, putting things off can ruin your dreams and cause stress, anxiety, depression, health difficulties, accidents, and problems with your friends and family. Now, I've succumbed to a paralysis of analysis more than once. You know, when you sit and ponder for so long that you actually don't do anything. If you live or work with someone else who doesn't, it can be equally hard. Here's three things that procrastinators say. Seize the day tomorrow. Why put off today what you can put off again tomorrow? And the best part of procrastination is that you are never bored because you always have a number of tasks that you should be working on. Well, this book, The Zen of Gun Ownership, kind of got like that for me. I wanted at first to make it a tell-all. Then I thought against that. Then I wanted it to be a lessons learned, but I didn't think you'd want to read it. And I struggled with it for a long time. I'm so finally, I'm so glad I got that thing out in January. It's on Amazon as a Kindle book. And if you don't have the a Kindle book, you can download a Kindle app and read it on your smartphone or on your computer. There was a part about my son I wanted to put in here. Things I learned as a parent and a husband, but I left all of that out. For a separate book. But here are four little things I use to get the big things done. Number one, start with a written plan of action to avoid getting distracted. Make sure you keep your plan simple and straightforward. Avoid over planning because that's another method of procrastination. Number two, start with the one thing you must get done today to feel productive. Break up that day in a number of action sessions for other tasks. Do the worst job or part of the job first and get it out the way. Once you tackle that part you're dreading, the rest is a breeze. Number three, set a time limit. Like, I'll file papers for five minutes. If you alternate unpleasant jobs with tasks you like, it helps a little bit. Delegate out items you can't make yourself do. Take a few minutes to organize your workspace. Believe it or not, a clean desk allows you to focus without visual distractions. It still is mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. And it's only a chore if you think of it as a chore. And finally, before ending your day, spend 10 minutes reviewing your progress. Take time to plan your actions for the next day. I'll leave you with two quotes for our question of the day. 
one from President Theodore Roosevelt and the other from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Theodore Roosevelt said, In a moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing to do. The worst thing you can do is nothing. And Dr. King said, You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Thoughts on procrastination and getting the lead out of your life. Now we're going to pause for our sponsors. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at crossbreedholsters.com. And make sure you do that. And if you do, tell them you heard it on the Urban Shooter Podcast. Next up, we're going to get serious. Vatches. We ain't got no vatches. We don't need no vatches. I don't have to show you any stinking vatches. All right, for extra credit and five points, let me know which movie that quote came from originally. All right, if I remember, I will let you know the answer just in case I don't remember it at the end of the show. Let me know on Facebook, facebook.com, blackmanwithagun1. That's our fan page for the Urban Shooter Podcast. All right? Now, we're going to turn back a bit and get a little serious. I put that clip in there because with the Trayvon Martin and the George Zimmerman incident that's taking the nation by storm, everybody's taking a side. Believe it or not, there are some lessons to be learned. One of the things that pro-gun people have to realize now more than ever is that you represent all of us. Yeah. You too. And, second point, you should not have, should not have, one of those Amazon.com concealed carry badges on your person. That's a no-no. That screams idiot. I'm sorry. Even though it might um, stop you from getting shot in a crowd of people because they think you might be law enforcement, it will also get you locked up. There's quite a few USC codes 1800 that uh, can get you for impersonating a law enforcement officer. So even though you might not get shot, you might get arrested and federally prosecuted for impersonating an officer. And if you had one too many to drink, Um, did something really stupid, amplify that. Another point that all this stuff is focusing on is the use of force. Castle doctrine. Stand your ground. And even the duty to act. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is coming up now. Duty to act. 
That's the duty of a party to take necessary action to prevent harm to another party or the general public. Like, if you don't do something, something could go wrong. How about castle doctrine or stand your ground? That legal rule under which a person protecting his or her property, such as a home, place, or business, may stand his or her ground instead of retreating and apply necessary use of force against an intruder who intends to commit an armed robbery and or afflict serious bodily harm upon the person upon those in the property based on a man's home is his castle principle of equity. Use of force. If you've taken a class from somebody with some sense, they've covered this. It's a lot bigger than three points. The use of force continuum is, it can be as long as 14 points, as short as five. It's basically the use of force necessary to stop an action. The deadly use of force is that force that will stop serious bodily harm or death. Now, even if you have a badge, the purpose of the badge, going back to that again, is to show that you are under authority from some governing body. It's not your own power. A uniform is a part of force. The mere presence of a law enforcement officer sometimes works to deter crime or defuse a situation. And that's why people park their police cars at certain intersections and on the side of the road and people slow down. That's a part of the use of force. How you speak, the way you verbalize. When you give commands, somebody's in your house and you say, stop, put your hands where I can see them. All of that are levels in the use of force continuum. Law enforcement officers go through some hours for this to learn the justification, to learn when and not to use it. Officers use bodily force only to gain control of a situation. There's soft techniques and hard techniques. There's less than lethal methods. And then at the very, very end of the spectrum is lethal force. As a concealed carry person, I think sometimes we get a little little John Wayne-ish, a little little egotistical, and we go from zero to 100. We don't have any less than lethal options. When all you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. You see where I'm going with that? I think we needed to decrease the macho a little bit, decrease the bravado a little bit, start being a little smarter, and then police our own. Right now, there's a big movement to reverse every positive thing we've done in this country with gun rights. And they're going to do it using race. Don't fall for the okie doke. A person is justified in using force, except deadly force, against another when and to the extent that the person reasonably believes that such conduct is necessary to defend himself or herself or another 
against others' imminent use of unlawful force. Technical, right? I know. That's how it goes. The stand-your-ground law states that a person may use deadly force in self-defense when there is a reasonable belief of a threat without an obligation to retreat first. In some cases, a person may use deadly force in public areas without a duty to retreat. But under those legal concepts, a person is justified in using deadly force in certain situations and the stand-your-ground law would be a defense to criminal charges. That's what started this whole mess. But believe me, it's a lot deeper than that now. Don't let the race baiters get you. Don't make them want you to make a statement. I mean, you know, you get angry when you want to make your own thing. I got to make me a YouTube video. I got to tell somebody how I feel and you end up falling into the trap. What we need to do right now is police our own. Make sure everybody in your zone of influence knows the truth, keeps a cool head, and does not do anything stupid. Get rid of the badges. Teachers, instructors, trainers, go over the use of force continuum with your students. Get down in the weeds with it. Make sure everybody understands. It's really important right now. Make everything you do purpose. If you're going to be an open carry proponent, know that you're going to get attention that you don't want right now. And tactically and wisely, you might not want to do that right now. But still judgment. We're under scrutiny. We're still a minority. Even though we have over 35 states with concealed carry. We still have a giant number of people who don't understand the truth and can't hear it through the emotion. My friend, my brother, my sister, get thyself together. I mean, you got all that stuff. You got all the bumper stickers on your car. But right now, tactically, not good to be shouting it to the top or the rooftops. There's people hurting and there's people looking to use you as bait. To paint all of us as, I've heard heard it once, Zimmermans, mall ninjas. I'm asking my people to watch yourself. Don't add to it. I know you're not a racist. Don't let some chump bait you and get you stuck out there where you can't get back. Those guys are professional a-holes. They know how to twist things and get you and push your buttons. Sometimes bad is bad. Behold, I am sending you as lambs among wolves. Be therefore crafty as snakes and innocent as doves. Guns, new and used. ARs, scars, AKs. Handguns, shotguns, and cool airsoft stuff. NovaArmament.com I got a great new gun shop for you to visit in Northern Virginia. It's called Nova Armament. Located in Herndon on 795 Center Street. 
Suite 4A, NovaArmament.com. The place is nice. The guys are great. NovaArmament.com. Check them out this Saturday and say hi to Malcolm, Cameron, TJ, Chris, or Wade for me. NovaArmament.com. Speaking of Nova, you know, there's a, um, they showed me an AK when I was there, and one of, the, one of my friends actually popped in there, caught me off guard. I hadn't seen the dude in a long time, and he was getting one of his AKs, like, tightened up. I never considered getting one. I think I want one now. They're, like, ugly, but super efficient. You got one? What's your thoughts on the AK-47 style? I want to know. Hook me up. Tell me which books to go find. Help me with some little research. If you are an AK fan, let me know. Thanks. That was a time of our service where we asked for an offering. I want to pass the plate around. Uh, like to thank you. Thank you for that. You pick up those pennies, please. Thank Crossbreed Holsters for their continued support. And thanks Nova Armament for joining in. You know, this podcast is supported by about 35 people who make a monthly donation of $4. And it's much appreciated. You may have not noticed, but I have stepped up my game and I've kind of done some things in the background for the site to make the podcast even stronger, make the website better. And it costs money. Could use your help to keep things rolling, to keep growing. Also, there is a Eventbrite little orange tab on KenBlanchard.com where I'm selling tickets for $20 so that I can do a national tour to actually come see you. It's an experiment because, hey, I'm not sure where it's going to work, but I'm putting it out there. Look for the link to help a brother out, to help out your podcast get even better than it is today. So if you have it, be glad to receive it. Thank you for your continued support and fellowship. The Ten Commandments of Gun Ownership. This is what happened. I was sleeping the other night and my wife woke me up. She says, something's going on in the backyard. Look out there. Man, it's three o'clock in the morning. My eyes are not even focused yet, but I can see the light coming from the window. I was like, what the heck is going on out there? So, grab my nightstand gun, put on some pajama bottoms, slide out to the back, only shoes I saw was her bunny slippers. I figured, oh well, what the heck. So there I go, out to the backyard. And at the end of my yard, right at the midst of the tree, was a bush. And the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not even consumed. I was like, what? I know I'm dreaming now for real. And then I heard it, Ken, Ken, Ken. 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 So then I said, 
Here I am. And then the voice said, Don't come any closer. Take off the bunny slippers, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Bunny slippers? Really? Oh my God. Yes. Then he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And then I went, while I scared the BGs out of me. But you know, we had a nice little conversation. But I think I wet myself. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. I have heard their cry. I know their sorrows. Oh, man, I was like, now I was like getting happy. I was like, all right, something about to go down. But I got the Lord's attention and he's talking to me. So, uh, um, um, Heavenly Father, I got a whole boatload of questions and I just started going after it, but he wouldn't pay me any attention. I was, I was trying to think of everything like, when is the world going to end and what's the deal with mosquitoes and can you tell me the lotto numbers for the next few mega millions? Um, are there any other worlds? Uh, what's the deal for dinosaurs and what pisses you off the can, most? Can, I think I crapped my pants. Oh, man. I am giving you the Ten Commandments of gun ownership. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, 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 nothing. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, I don't have anything to write with. Um, stretch oh, out. Go back in the house and get up. Thy hand. And right then, the coolest pen and paper set you ever wanted to see just popped into my hand. It was kind of cool. Nice pen, too. So, here they are. Number one. Thou shalt become familiar with all the firearms you possess. You shall learn to safely load, fire, and unload them. You shall learn to shoot each of them with at least reasonable accuracy and learn their approximate ballistic energies and powers to penetrate a target. You will practice with your carry weapon and humbly seek occasional refresher training with credentialed instructors. You shall maintain them so they will function reliably and safely. That's all number one. Number two, and thou shalt become intimately familiar with all applicable federal, state, and local laws governing the possession, carry, transport, and use of firearms and obey them. You shall scrupulously obey all of those laws and if I find any of them displeasing, I shall seek redress in a fashion that does not involve violating any laws. Number three, thou shalt Practice safe firearms handling, whether by yourself, at the range, or with friends and family. You shall endeavor to educate the members of your household on the safe handling and usage of all the firearms you possess. Next, thou shalt not carry to murder, but to defend that of yourself and your family. If thou carry concealed, your weapon will remain concealed. If thou carry openly, you shall do so, and remember that all of your actions will receive scrutiny. If the sight of an openly carried weapon causes any consternation and results in contact with concerned citizens or law enforcement, your conduct will be strictly polite, factual, and non-confrontational. You shall not carry with the notion of being empowered to go to troubled areas, but with the knowledge that trouble can find you in any area. 
Next, thou shalt never instigate any sort of physical fight or emotionally charged argument that could result in the need to use your firearm. If you're provoked in any way, you must do whatever you can to dis de-escalate and break contact. No conflict short of imminent threat to your life or that of family is worth the drawing and use of a firearm. Next, thou shalt never carry when you're intoxicated or in an unusually distressed emotional state. Thou shalt be an active member of the pro-gun community, which means bonding with other gun owners, exercising your rights under the law, and advocating peacefully and legally for positive pro-right-to-keep-and-bear-arms changes to laws at all levels. Thou shalt do your best to pass on the American traditions of shooting and self-defense to younger generations, whether your own offspring, nieces, nephews, or youngsters that are part of an organized social group. And finally, thou shalt remember to have fun. The vast majority of gun owners never have to use their firearms to fend off aggressions. The sport of target shooting and hunting are rewarding lifetime activities. And I got all that down. And then my wife started screaming and I turned my head to see where she was. And when I looked back again, I was standing out there alone with two sheets of paper in my hand. So I came on back home, got into bed. I said, wow. So there you go. The Ten Commandments of Gun Ownership. Happy Passover and Happy Easter. All right. Hey, anybody get the um, answer to the movie question where the badges quote came from? Well, it wasn't Blazing Saddles. They made fun of the same quote. The original quote came from the movie called The Treasure of Sierra Madre. Yeah. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I'm glad you did. Well, that's it. All right. Like drinking a tall cup of coffee. On a two-hour ride, it is time to go. Thank you for riding with your friend and your brother from another mother. If you like this show, feel free to share it with a friend. The show notes for the Urban Shooter Podcast can be found on KenNBlanchard.com. And the audio for this show is attached at the bottom of that. Hey, do you have a joke, a news item, or something that would fit on the show? You can send it to me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Want to advertise here or be a sponsor? It doesn't take much, and I know I can help you. Contact me anytime. My phone number, 888-675-0202. Now may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. May the sun shine on all that you do. 
And until we meet or you hear from me again, may God hold you in his mighty hands. I am Ken Blanchard, and I appreciate you making this one of the best gun podcasts on the planet. Shalom, baby. Shalom, baby.